In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. A few years ago, when the world seemed completely shut down, I was fortunate, blessed enough to be living over at Billy and Ann Backer's home, not far from here, a place called Smitten Farm. It's just about 15 miles down the road. It was just the right place for me to be at that point in time. If you can remember back in that hazy time, I don't know exactly where all of you were, but you weren't here. A couple years ago, things just were quiet. It was eerily quiet. It was quiet in here. It was so loud, though, out there with politics being what they were, and echoes and shouts, almost reverberations of what we heard today, crucify, crucify, people set against one another. And yet it was so quiet, on the other hand. I was fortunate to be living on this farm and being there at a time when colts were being born, when baby horses were being born. And if you've ever been around a baby horse, a small horse, you know how tender and how beautiful they really are. But it's only three or four days later that they jump up and zoom right off, only four or five days old, running around the pen. But before those days, the first couple days, I was lucky enough to be able to go to this small horse or foal and have some quiet time, just time alone with the foal. Um, and my friend on the farm, Hunter, would sometimes call or text me and say, today's a good day to go be with the foal. You know, she's up or just got her shot or has been exercised. Looking back in light of the gospel, what a great gift that was to have time with this foal and walking with it, walking in the pen and walking all across this beautiful farm. I think in a sense it's all about the walk and it's all about the walk or the way of the foal or the way of the donkey. We know there are two walks or two ways in this reading. There is the walk or the way of Pilate, which is very clear about how power works. Power over others, power in arms, power in a war horse that's on one side of town making a triumphal entry into Jerusalem. And on the other side of town, this is very important, a very different walk. A walk with a colt or a horse or a donkey. It's actually of the Septuagint, a kind of a conflation of that poetry we find in the Septuagint. We say colt and donkey, it's odd. But it's a different kind of walk, isn't it? And it's a kind of a walk we hear most clearly in Paul's letter too, which we also call the Christ hymn about how power works, about what is gentle and tender, and what it is about resurrection and the hope of our world. It says in Paul's letter, he emptied himself. He emptied himself all the way unto, like the scripture says, a slave. And he did so, the scripture says, because we were made in his likeness, in God's likeness, and he became like us having walked all this way, walked all this way for us, 
and always with us. In the early church, on this Sunday, the roots are with the pilgrimage of Etheria. If you go back and research sacred journeys and sacred walks, this day has deep, deep roots. And in the pilgrimage of Etheria, the legends go, holy site to holy site became networked by human bodies walking this way of a donkey, doing a kind of a walk to remember. Now, I don't know how your body works, but my body works better when I'm walking. Can some of you think better when you're walking or at least pacing around? That's how I work. Sam Daunt, who was at our 8 o'clock, says, my body works better when I'm running. He's a great champion runner for Battlefield High School. Walking, the pilgrims of Etheria found, was the best way to enter into this week and to enter into the walk of the colt or the walk of the donkey. In the midst of a world that is so loud, where there's so many shouts, where we find ourselves at our computer screen more and more, whether we're in our office or we're at home, and we're feeling out of our bodies, this week is an invitation to walk together. And that's the Christian life in Nuce, to walk together and to walk in love. As Paul said, as Christ loved us, who gave himself for us an offering and sacrifice to God. On Tuesday night, we begin or continue our walk with Tenebrae, where the shadows begin to lengthen. And we sing and we meditate on the Psalms. And on Thursday, after the Board of Zoning Appeals meeting, where we'll hear a key appeal in our town about a business, we'll have Monday, Thursday, and we'll strip bare the altar. And we're doing so walking that way of the donkey, walking that way of the colt. And we'll end that evening on our walk by washing those five wounds on the high altar that are the body of God. And we will be proximate or next to this kind of a love, remembering the words from today. Walk with me, walk with me until the end. I will never leave you. And on Good Friday, we'll hear in two different ways on our walk those seven last words. Haydn's seven last words in musical meditation, and in the evening with our choir, and we will have a very bare church for our pilgrimage. And we'll fortunately have a joyful celebration of a baptism on Saturday night at the vigil as we walk with the new Christian who is among us. And the joy of Easter Sunday is where we end our hope and where we end our week in a world, again, that's so violent and so quick to judge and shall crucify, we will defiantly proclaim joy conquers despair and love conquers fear. How different is that than the way of Pilate? It's the way of a colt, the way of a donkey in the midst of a troubled world, a place that's quiet and a place that needs all of us to keep walking. And when we walk together, love is always there. Amen.